What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Should you avoid stocks in retirement? Should you just get out of this market altogether? We talk about the scary stock market roller coaster. And today we're going to talk about why you should just completely get out, especially if you're close to retirement, near retirement, or if you're in retirement, why bother with the stock market at all? Here's my friend, Tony Shore. Tony, this is it. We're going to talk this about is it. Get out of the stock market. I, I can't believe it. Bother. Wow. I'm going to make the case that you should avoid stocks during retirement. What do you think of this? I think it's counterintuitive to what I've heard. Um, I'm shocked that you would say avoid stocks during retirement. Um, I do know that we all need to minimize our risk during retirement. You've told me that, and uh, you've talked about minimizing risk the older you get. And I've heard that from you and from others. So I assume that's where you're headed with this. And I mean, after a year and a half of such volatility and down markets, um, I guess if you're going to throw out the idea that people should avoid stocks, now might be the time. But uh, well, actually, uh, last year would have been the time, January yeah. 2022. Yeah, but what if, then, then you wouldn't experience all this drama. This what if they time. rebound though? Uh, you're going to miss the upside. I thought. I thought before you always said, "Hey, don't make an emotional decision and pull all the stocks out if it's doing bad because you'll miss that upswing." <laughs> Okay, l- let's take a different tack then. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're just gonna talk about what I've said in the past, which is the same thing. Um, you're right, I have. Um, but l- let me bring us perspective. Let's imagine you're 65, mm-hmm. you're retiring, and your spouse is the same age. Okay, and you've been in the market your whole life in the 401k. You don't have a pension, right? You've saved and saved and saved. You put a big chunk of your uh, income into your 401k, the company matched it. And now here you are at retirement. Why would you bother going and staying in the market? Why not take all of your money, go to the bank, buy a CD, buy a MIGA, which is a, we, we've done shows on those the multi-year mm-hmm. guarantee annuity, a fixed rate. You could buy treasuries. You can buy I bonds. You could you could put your money in something that's fixed. And right now, here we are in almost midway through 2023, you could get 4%, 5%, 5.5% on a fixed rate for three years. Why not just do that and be done with this crazy volatility? Because you're 65 saying uh, the economy's in turmoil, the market is uncertain, the swings daily are more than I can stomach. Why subject myself to this when I don't have to? Right? Because because I think you're going to miss maybe a market upswing. Uh, you, you have the FOMO, the fear of missing out on more growth. Plus, you can't lock in those rates even on fixed products uh, or a fixed vehicle um, for long term. Like you said, you'd be lucky to get a, a decent rate for three years right now. 
Uh, it's yeah. The inverted yield curve means that the short term rates are higher than the long term rates, which is weird. Yeah, but it's reality we live in because you know the future is unknown, and and the banks sure. and the insurance companies don't want to lock in right. high for long term. They they don't sure. know. Uh, but what's wrong with taking all your money and putting it in the five percent for three years and calling it a day? Five percent. Is a pretty good return if you think about people always, you know, if pe- I, I've met people over the years that have retired and said, you give me 5%, I'm good. Like, why do you need to pay a financial advisor like myself to invest your money? Or why not just pull out of altogether? You could put it under your pillow. Um, there's some risks associated with that. But we've done shows on fixed returns and, and yeah. how good they are lately. Um, why not just do that? I think because it's a mistake uh, to put all your eggs in one basket, period. Okay, so I won't put it in one basket. I will buy some CDs. I'll ladder them. I'll buy some fixed annuities. I'll buy some treasuries. I'll buy some I-bonds. I'll spread out my rates in various terms, but all fixed, meaning I don't want anything in the market. Or you might say, I just, I'm going to put it all in gold. How about that? Um, that would have been a great move in 2020. But you're still, you're still, uh, you're still putting all your eggs in one basket. You're putting it all in fixed vehicles. Whether you diversify within that category, you're still all in fixed vehicles, or you're still all in gold. You don't want to do that. You want to have some uh, in a higher growth, so you can take advantage of that. You want some in fixed and some in maybe precious metals. Don't you want a balance? Isn't that Aren't you going to do better over time, long term? I mean, at least in the past, hasn't that been? No. Hasn't that been bore out or borne out or whatever the term would be? What you're describing is having a balanced portfolio with risk and returns being different for different asset classes. But that's traditional. Is that truly the way to succeed? I can argue against it. I can argue for it. And and you've heard me argue for it. Yeah. Arguing against it now because at the current rates, it's like, well, why bother with the risk? I think you're saying, well, isn't the balance a better approach? Well, not really. Not not lately. You know, if you're down 20% in the stock market, wouldn't you have rather made zero or made 5%? And if you can lock in 5% for three years, what's wrong with that? You're saying fear of missing out. Yeah, you might miss a big return, but what if you don't? What if the market continues to go down? You'll be saying, so glad I did that. But I think there's no right answer to this. Of course, everyone's situation is different, but the situation I just described, it's hard to make a case against the 65-year-old that's saying, why not just take the fixed rate? Why am I even blinking? Why am I even thinking about this stock market? especially with all the uncertainty going on because history has shown like after the 2008 crisis and the 2001, the market set record highs. So after the last year and a half of, uh, you know, the market uh, tanking, uh, you know, history has shown that the market could very well increase considerably over the next few years, whereas you would be locked in to 5% over the next few years, you might look out there and other people could be making 15% or more uh, if the market takes another big upswing and you'll miss out on the upside. So you're going to end up pulling your money out when the market's down 
you're going to put it in something that's only going to earn you maybe up to 5%. Uh, you're locking that in for three years. And then if one of those three years is a huge upswing, you know, you've talked in shows before about how, you know, sequence of returns and things, if you miss certain days, if you miss the upswings, you're going to lose out on a lot of money. So uh, some people view that as a loss, right? Um, so yeah, you miss, if you miss, I think the stats say, if you miss the top five upside days, days in, in a, in a five-year period, a 10-year period, you, you've, your, your return goes, you know, down by like double digits. Yeah. yeah. So that's timing the market. We've done shows right. on time in the market, but you also mentioned sequence of returns risk, which is against investing in the market. Yeah. And sure. that sequence of returns risk, very important. I'll put the show up here. That concept is getting to the, the point of this show, which is, can I make the case for the 65 year old couple to put nothing in the market and a hundred percent in a fixed rate? Absolutely. I can. And there's nothing wrong with it. If if that suits their plan right. for income, okay? Income, it comes down to income. So if I said to, if, I, if a couple met me and said, we're thinking about putting all of this in a fixed rate at 5% for the next three years, I would say, okay, where's your income going to come from in the next five years? Yeah. Um, we don't need income for the next. And what expense are you going to have in the next three to five years? Yeah. Are you Will you need travel or buy an RV right. or... And if they say, well, we're thinking about buying an RV in the next two years, that might cost us $150,000. What I will not tell them is let's put it in the market. Why? Because sequence risk of returns risk. The idea being, well, if we put 150,000 in the market and the market tanks and now it's worth a hundred thousand, all of a sudden my yeah. RV purchase isn't going to happen. Exactly. So if they're going to yeah. have a big purchase, where is that money going to come from? And how much are they going to need to live on long term? Or do they have enough at 5% over the next three years? Or do they have to take the risk and try to get bigger returns to make their money last longer? Right? Exactly. So if I said, hey, um, are you comfortable earning 5% on your money in perpetuity fixed? Let's map it out. Let's factor in health insurance costs. Let's factor in all your all your costs associated with retirement in the software. Obviously, they don't know all these, but we can put them in there. Let's factor in travel budget. Let's factor in inflation. Let's factor in all the things that might come at you. And if it still says, if you make 5%, you're fine. What if they have $5 million and they only need 50000 a year? <laughs> they they right. can make 5% and they'll be more than covered. Sure. So you can make the case. Why take the risk if I don't need to? Mm. At the same time, you can also make the case, which I've done in the past, don't take the risk on stuff on income that you need in the short term. The prime example, if you're going to buy an RV in a year and a half or two or unknown, don't put that in the market because you can, might have to sell at the bottom, like you mentioned. That's that's not a good scenario. But you also don't want to lock it up in, a, in something that's going to have a penalty to leave if that doesn't help you either. So sometimes cash is a good option and money market is paying decent right now. So you can make the case. So I'm, I'm showing you how you can easily make the case for not taking the risk. So why would you ever take the risk when you can get a reasonable rate of return? What is reasonable? You know, relatively speaking, they're rel they're high, but inflation is pretty high. Um, the reason why you would take 
the risk and actually invest in stocks and not listen to someone that says stocks are evil and you should put it all in a fixed account. So as an example, an insurance, my mom, your mom, she believes, or, she believes stocks are gambling and she doesn't believe in gambling. So it, it can work out if you have a sizable income or you have a sizable nest egg that can generate the small return fixed and you're happy with that. Then there's no, I can't argue against it. But in terms of what you were saying in the long term, historically speaking, the stock market has done well. Over what time? You have to go through a whole cycle. Let's call yeah. it 10 years. Yeah. So the case can be made if you don't need the money for 10 years. Why not? Why lock it up at a fixed rate? Why not just throw it in the stock market, knowing that you're not going to touch it for 10 years and having that history on your side to say, if I don't need this for 15 years, I'm 65 again. I'm going to put some money in the stock market. I'll need that when I'm in my 80s. So I might have 15 years before I need to touch this. Would you want to lock in a 15 year treasury or go in the stock market? If you have a plan and you know, I am not going to touch this, I'm not going to fall victim to the short-term craziness and nonsense you hear on TV, then why not take the risk? So you can. My problem is some people don't, a lot of people get emotional and they look at the short term and they right. hear these and they say, oh my gosh, we got an election coming up. Oh my goodness, we're going to go to war with uh, Russia. And they get all panicky and they say, why would I ever want to be in the market? And my answer to that is, if you don't have to, you don't have to. If you can afford it, why not? There's no right answer. It's yeah. all about having a plan. And if you don't have a plan, then you're going to fall victim to the whims of whatever, whoever's loudest in your ear. But if you have a purpose, if you have a purpose for the investment, then it all makes sense. I mean, yeah. you need this money in three years. I'm going to lock in three years fixed. I need this money in seven years. Uh, I'm going to put that in a market that is going to gradually shift away from risk over the next seven years. I need this in 15 years. Let's let it ride. I need this tomorrow. I'm not investing it at all. Right. That's the key. So why should you avoid stocks if you don't need the risk? My conclusion, invest for a purpose. You can have risk if there's a reason. If you hate risk like your mom, right? You know, I'm, I'm risk averse. Then what you do is you take the least amount of risk needed to accomplish your retirement goals. But here's the key on that. What if you don't have retirement goals? What if you don't have a plan? Then you don't really know how much risk you need to take. And this is what most Americans do. I, I hear the market's the place to be. They invest in it. They get downturns like 2022. They're like, why did I do that? I hate myself. They sell or they get nervous. They don't open their statements. It's like, why? Because they don't really have a plan. They don't know why they're nervous about it. Um, if they had a plan and said, oh, that's my 12-year money, then they wouldn't be afraid to open it because they'd say, I'm not touching it for 12 years. I'm okay with it. If they need the money tomorrow, then they might be afraid to open a statement if it's in the market because they're like, oh, well, eventually they'll just open it because they have no choice or their advisor. But people without the plan are clueless about why they're investing. They usually just invest because that's what the herd is doing. And that's not a way and or a reason to take risk. Take yeah. risk when you need it. Good point.
Good point. Well, I like your conclusion. It's an interesting take, too. That's what I like about what you do on the show, Dan, is because you're going to look at it from all angles, and that's so important, and look at it from each individual's perspective. So if our listeners out there or our viewers want to get a plan in place or look at where they're at and see, hey, do I really need all this money in the stock market, or should it be in more uh, fixed, uh, safer vehicles they can contact you, right? Yeah, and it's important to know when you're thinking about this, know where the advice is coming from. Yeah. If you ask someone at a bank, should I invest in the market, and they're getting paid or their their CDs are their big thing, they're going to say, no, a CD is the way to go or a fixed right. annuity is a way to go. If you're talking to a stockbroker who makes a commission off of the sales of mutual funds, they're going to say, why would you ever go into a CD? You know, those are stupid. You're going to make nothing. You got to know where the, so you you want to pay someone for the advice to say, Hey, you know what? Yeah. I bond is a good idea or treasuries or, or a CD is a great idea. I say that to people all the time. Do I get paid to get them a CD? No. Do I get paid to give them the advice? Yes. And so that's what you want. So I'll put my number up next, but yeah, the easiest way just go to dolphin financial group and when you're talking to someone, you ask, are you a fiduciary? And what do you think I should do? How much risk do I need to take? And the conversation shouldn't be immediately about, well, this product or this product. It should be, what do you need? What's your income need? When do you need it? All the things that you might say, why are you asking me all this? I, I want to know where I should put my money. They should be asking you about these things that have nothing to do with the investments and all about what you're planning to do in retirement. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a process, but it's worth it because you'll have a plan and you'll feel a whole lot better and you'll be able to answer the question, why bother with the market? You'll have an answer to it and it's specific for you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sounds good, Dan. Good show today. So good topic. Are you in the, are you in the stock market, Tony? Yes, I have. I have uh, an IRA and my 401k is in the stock market. Yep. Why? Why are you in the market? Uh, because uh, I have time. My time horizon is good enough where I can take that chance. You know, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not retiring in the next five years. So I'm just testing you. I'm testing you to make sure you have a plan and purpose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for a good show, everyone. We'll catch you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, Head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.